Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Starstruck. Really, I am. I've been a fan of Edward James almost for as long as I can remember. Stand and Deliver meant so much to me as someone who was dyslexic and was counted out by so many during my education. I've enjoyed so many of your roles in film and TV, including your iconic role in Miami Vice. <laughs> loved it. Oh, and I loved you on the West Wing. But it's been your commitment to the Latin community and the larger Los Angeles community that I've truly admired and you've earned my deepest affection. You are about to release The Devil Has a Name. Ooh, intriguing title. Your new environmental legal thriller, which you act in and direct. The movie opens in theaters and will be released digitally on demand on October 16th. The cast is incredible. With you, Edward James Almost, Martin Sheen, Haley Joel Osment, Pablo Schreiber, Kate Bosworth, Alfred Molina, and many others. Environmental legal thrillers are something I know a little bit about, and this one is awesome. It is my honor to welcome Edward James Almost to Superman's Not Coming. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hi. Hi, Aaron. How are you? What a pleasure <laughs> to meet you. That's a real pleasure. I've, I've appreciated your, uh, your commitment to uh, just uh, to humanity. You just keep on uh, trying to live your life to the best of its ability, and uh, you give to the community uh, every day. And uh, this is just another version of it as we are doing this right now. You're giving people an opportunity to listen, enjoy themselves, and to contemplate and think. And, Absolutely. Uh, and you have such an influence yourself. It is, it is grand, might I add, and from films to your environmental work. Uh, it's just amazing. I, I could talk to you forever. And, you know, I have the gift of gab. So I always have to like, I'll go back to my notes to make sure like Aaron, don't talk his ear off. I, I don't even know where to begin with you. So we're going to go with this one. Um, and we'll get to the the activism you do. But please tell us about the film. I'm getting to see, a, I've gotten to see a little bit of a trail. I have to tell you, I, I can't blow up for anybody. I'm really excited. This is a good one. So tell us about the film. Well, The Devil Has a Name is uh, came to me by way of, uh, I was at a meeting yeah, and uh, for uh, a friend of mine's company, which does, um, uh, they sell uh, films to foreign markets. So they're sa- a foreign market sales people. And, he, he has this uh, wonderful company and he wanted me to come by and, and he's an old friend. I, I've known him for, for, I guess, 20 years. And um, so uh, I went there and in the room there was about, you know, I guess around seven, eight people. I didn't know anybody except for my friend and his wife. Um, and uh, so we were sitting there and I was listening. I, did, I wasn't even there to, to uh, speak or anything. I was just there to listen because he wanted me to to check out his, his new venture. 
And uh, he's had some problems with it, but at the same time, he's re-gearing up, and it was really, this was the start of the new venture. And, and so I was listening, and at the end, uh, three gentlemen that were sitting to my right um, said to me, uh, one of them said, they, they talked amongst themselves, I could see them talking. And then uh, when everybody finished it, they turned to me and said, hey, listen, we have an, uh, uh, a script that we'd love for you to take a look at because uh, we think you'd be really right for one of the characters. And it was in a position where everybody was there, everybody was sitting, and I couldn't really say to them, listen, um, I don't do business this way. You, you can send it to my agent, and they'll send it to me, and then we'll go through it like that. But right now, I, I can't uh, take the script you know, like this. And, but it was just so awkwardly, you know, we're amongst friends, supposedly. And, you know, these, these, my, my, my good friend was, was, this was his company. And they were, you know, everybody in the room. I didn't understand the relationship of anybody in the room. But I, so I, I just said, okay, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here's my, my email. And then you can send it down to me. It's uh, thank you so much for thinking about me that way. And that was it. And uh, sure enough. And that afternoon I got home and uh, it was there. And so I opened it up and uh, I took a look, look at it. And at that time it had a different title, it had a working title. And, uh, and um, so we're, uh, I, I said, oh boy, here we go. And it's really difficult reading scripts. You know, people really want you to read their script and, and there's not, you know, it's part of the industry and part of the business, mm -hmm. but, but I'm so, caught up in what I'm trying to do that I, I really don't have a lot of my time to be spending on other people's projects. Mm -hmm. I don't, I have sorry, just to get through my day trying to get my own projects to be bouncing and working. And sometimes it takes forever. And so, and anyway, so I said, and so I started to read it. And as I read it, I realized what I was reading and it was, uh, it was young. It was fresh. The writing was different. And I later found out that the writer, young man, about 26, 27 years old, Robert McAvity, uh, this was his first script. And I, that, I found this out later. But at the time I was reading, I could tell that there was something about the script that was unorthodox. And uh, so, but I read it and, and it was so different that I, I found the story to be enlightening and and uh it, it it got me i said oh wow this is really 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 interesting and the thing that they told me when i was sitting there in the, in the room is that they had the financing already and so but people often say that they often turn around and say you know we have everything together we have the finance we have everything in and, and then you get down and you start to dig into it and then they say, well, we have the financing, you know, the person committed. Oh, okay, he committed, all right. What does that mean? Well, I mean, the, the, we haven't gotten it in the bank yet. It's not an escrow, it's not, you know, and then you start to realize that one person told them, hey, I'll back it if you can do this, this, and this. And, and so they have to go out and get the moving parts to make the thing come alive and work. And so, uh, and, and uh, but these people didn't even look at me that way. They turned to me as I was, you know, they would ask me if I'd read it, that they had the financial support ready and to go. And, and I, I had, you know, I said, wow, independent film with all the financing. I wonder how much this, the budget is. But I didn't ask them that. Uh, I just 
read it, and then I I I got a whole I I felt and understood the story. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know the contamination of water in the yep. Central Valley of California. Yep, that, from Bakersfield to the Oregon border. I'm not kidding. All the way. <laughs> I'm saying, whoa, wait a minute. This is this is really 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 intense, and uh, and very difficult. And, and my curiosity right away, Aaron, was. How'd you guys get money to make this movie? I'm <laughs> doing other movies that are not quite as radical as this one, and I can't get a penny, you know? <laughs> so, and I was curious, so I, I called him right away, and I called Rob, uh, Robert, and I said, Rob, how, uh, first of all, is this story true? And he goes, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've dramatized it, but yeah, the, the situations are all true. I right. Said, oh boy, you're kidding. He goes, no, no, no. I said, you mean to tell me that there's a Fred Stern? He goes, yeah, yeah, Fred. But uh, we changed his name. But yeah, and uh, I said, and, and and there's a Santiago. Oh yeah, and a uh, and these pits and the holes and and. Oh. The Oh yeah. Oh. I said, "Oh man." He goes, he goes, "Would you like to see it?" Yes. I said, "Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to." He goes, "Where do I, I come?" Yeah. He, he, literally he said, that, "You know, we have to be careful." I said, "Hey, you know, sure. Let's So we set a time and right uh, after we set the time, I said, "You listen, man, you guys have the money for this?" And he goes, "Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah." The, the guys, the farmers that this happened to are putting up the money. I said, what? I said, how does that work? I mean, it was there a non-disclosure? Wow. Wasn't there a non-disclosure uh, <laughs> paper that was signed? I mean, they, these guys ended up working out a deal with the petroleum company. And they said, no, no, I, they, 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 no, no, this has all been done by the attorney, Ralph. I said, oh, there's a real Ralph. Yeah. And he actually fought. Uh, for the the Pinto, and won the Pinto case. He goes, oh yeah, yeah. He's got it on the side of his wall. I said, what are you talking about? You know, it was, so, it was kind of fun. So it, it was all falling into place, and and so we went, and I went to the location where uh, on the oil fields, and there was nobody there, but it was really dangerous, mm-hmm. extremely dangerous, because the smell that was toxic. Mm-hmm. The water, for every barrel of oil that's gotten out of the ground, there are 15 barrels of water that are brought out. Now, what do you do after, I mean, this has been going on forever now. Okay, ever since they started drilling for oil, this is what happens. So I said, oh, I said, oh, and I started realizing, wait a minute. And I I looked at this, and, and when I saw the location, and I saw the, Football fields, uh, yep. pits the size of football fields, and and you know in a row seven in a row, and and maybe ten long, so you know there was at least seventy or eighty of these huge. You couldn't even see the end of it. Your eye couldn't take it to the end of, of all these pits, and they they would put the water that they get, they would push it and pipe it into these holes. And leave it there. Unlined, I'm sure. 
online. No, no, there's no lining. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, this sounds like, you know, Hinkley all over again. I am intrigued. My palms are sweating. I'm not kidding you. Uh, you know, <laughs> Why didn't you call me? I, <laughs> I would have loved to have been out there with you. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't quite grasp And I had to get out of there. I took photographs. Immediately, I went in with a camera. And uh, I, I immediately uh, got to the point of, of uh, I asked a couple of questions once. Okay, we had the budget. All right, they gave it to us. I understood. I went there, and we had. I want my next trip was to talk to the attorney, Ralph. I wanted to. I got to check this out. I, I don't want to spend, you know, three months, eight months, ten months on something and then have it pulled. You know, I was expecting them to come in and shut it down in any given moment, you know, because uh, it, it's pretty radical. And, and but I, I, when I got involved with Robert, Rob, I said, this, this piece has to be augmented in a different way. We can't, this was 2018, okay, so we we're working on this. And your movie had been out and was a major, major impact on, on society as a whole. Uh, people were very appreciative of it, and it's they're still being it's still being used today. And and I, as you know, and I know, things haven't changed that much. Okay, even oh. though it came out, even though <laughs> the whole situation. Did I say we could talk forever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually so, gotten worse. Yeah, it did. And so, in 2018, the year we're making this movie and checking it out. <clears throat> The uh, uh, they were supposed to stop this in the court in the trial that we put forth. We say it; they're going to stop doing this kind of of uh, of, uh, dis- of uh, uh, getting rid of the water. Okay, mm-hmm. in this in this manner. And uh, today, you can it's still there. They're still doing it. Of course. They've enlisted another method, which is to get water tankers, huge um, water trucks, and they go to the side of mountains and they just throw the water, spurt spurt the water into the mountains Uh along the side of the mountain, like they're irrigating the mountain. But it's desert. We're out in the middle of Bakersfield. And so they're, they're not huge mountains, they're just like hills. And they spray the water on those hills and then they go off and that's it. And, but they still have these holes out there too, also taking water because they're drilling so much. Their drills are, they're doing a lot of drilling there. And they have been for many, many, many decades. So uh, that being done, we, we got it to the point where I talked with Ralph and, and he said, no, no, we, we did this. Yeah, they have, they, they, everything's been checked out. Everything's fine. We can do the movie. I said, okay, what the heck, man, let's do the movie. So we got into it, and I started to do a rewrite with um, the writer. And it was a, a, a daily, for months, a daily situation of going through it and kind of honing it. Because it's, I said, this has got to be done a little bit different than Aaron Brockovich. Because uh, and even in 2018, I didn't, had no idea we were coming into the COVID period. Right. But we were, we were into the Trump period. Mm-hmm. And, and during the Trump 2017 and into 2018, our realities had been warped. Our, our, our sense of balance had been changed. And, and, 
every day it was like the, the you know president's lying again and lie number 1572 <laughs> yeah. yeah we're up there yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah you know 1572 whatever and and uh, so we had a problem people were inundated and still are inundated yes. with the news uh, and right. it's all noise and so the noise right now, I said, boy, the noise right now, and then if this continues by the time this movie comes out, it's going to be real noisy. And sure enough, <laughs> couldn't get more noisier than, I mean, this movie comes out on you know, the 16th of October. Yeah, isn't that tomorrow? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so that, you know, the, the noise right now is intense. <clears throat> and people are just had it with truths according yeah. to Trump, truths according to the Republicans, truths according to the Democrats, truths according to the extreme left, truths according to the extreme right, truths according to the Catholics, to the, I mean, just, you know, and, and the, and the social media. And there's a great documentary, which we were talking about before we started, uh, called uh, Social Dilemma, which I highly recommend for your listeners to, to take a look at. It's on Netflix. And uh, it's something that is worthwhile spending the time. I think it's about maybe less than 100 minutes. Uh, but it's really informative. And it deals with the impact of social media. But through the eyes of the people who created it. Okay, all now, uh-huh. I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about Zuckerberg's. I'm talking about the people Zuckerberg hired to make it happen. Okay, all the people who they hired to Google hired or, or Facebook hired or, or Twitter hired to market it, market the deal. How to monetize these, these uh, streams and how to monetize. So all of a sudden, these people... And the guys, the 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 the, the te- technical people, the IA people or AI people, uh, um, they the created like, uh, for instance, the like button on 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 Facebook, you know, or or, or uh, yeah, I guess yeah, it's Facebook. The, the like button. There's also one on on uh, little heart on uh, Twitter, and you know those little that little idea that you re- interact with. Right. What you're looking at, and every time you interact, your computer is, is is what they did is every time you did that, you you're marking in and you're liking it, but they also got you mm-hmm. what you like and your IP number and every, you know every all the interactions are all documented, they're all taken down, they're all being recorded. So anyway, these guys. For years, have been monetizing it and growing with it, and and now it's become trillion-dollar business. And uh, so, these guys are the ones who did this documentary. And like any good documentary, what you end up finding out is that people are kind of feeling bad for what they've done, and so mm-hmm. they're trying to, oh, you know. So, like, what happened with Ed Snowden? Snowden finally said, "Wait a minute, oh, man, I I created a lot of this shit." And I'm like. <laughs> God, and look how they're using it. Forget how they're using it. I made it possible for them to use it. And I knew what I was doing. And so he feels guilty. And so he comes out and he's, you know, he turns around and says everything that he can, trying to cleanse himself of the real burdens of what he's done, Soden has done. And, and these guys are the same way. And, and, and social 
dilemma. It's the same thing. And all the people that are on there are really tragically, really feeling really down on about themselves, even though they're, they're being helpful now to help people understand the problems and the addiction and, uh-huh. and what they're doing to us and what they can do to us as far as uh, the truth, you know, and, uh, you know, today uh, there are people that are online and it's being, you know, propagated that the earth is flat. Okay. Yeah. Some of the people that are listening to your program right now, I'm sure are participating in maybe some of that. Cause it's just, it's extensive. There's a lot of people. Oh, it, it is. There's total division and a whole lot of issues that are going on. And oftentimes we're very visual, but when we can't see something, therefore it just doesn't like seem real to us. I'm curious because you, first of all, are known so much for your acting and becoming so known about your activism. And when you have that opportunity, like when you were out at those pits, did that like blow your mind? And even yet, you know about what's going on, especially in the Latino community and in Bakersfield going north in the farming communities that when you actually get there and see it, did that like blow your mind? I mean, I remember I knew what was happening in Hingley, but to stand there and actually see two-headed frogs and green water, it like, you you end up owning it because you see it, seeing is believing. And oftentimes a lot of these things in social media, it isn't always tangible or you just don't really see the big picture. For me, doing my work and having a film, I don't know that I always understood the entertainment industry and I don't... I have to say this the right way. The the real power that they have in a film like what you're doing or Aaron Brockovich, because what happens is on the screen, the people can see there's a visual. Wow, this is really happening. I'll get into that because basically there's no medium that, um, that humankind has created that is stronger than the audiovisual event, especially when it's played on the big screen in a theater with no peripheral vision and everybody's sitting facing the same way and with, uh, you know, Dolby stereo sound or THX or whatever sounds, you know, digitized sound that's going on. The thing is, uh, what I was saying, your film and everything is leading up to this movie. I I took, I had a strong feeling about the er er era and and the impact and so uh i needed humor i could not make this movie a downer mm-hmm. and it's a downer are you kidding this is the contamination of our food supply in the central valley of california which gives uh 80 of all the almonds in the planet come from there uh lettuce all the vegetables, the onions. I mean, we feed the entire country and the planet. Our, our product goes all over the world. And so this food is being contaminated by this water. I had to make it. So it's funny. It's a fun movie. It's a buddy movie between, you know, J- David Strathern, who's a brilliant mm-hmm. artist. He's a brilliant actor, you know, and, um, uh, He's been nominated for Best Actor. Academy Academy Award nominated as Best Actor. Uh, 
and he's been, you know, a lot of us have, a lot of the people who came to help me are all people who have been highly, highly praised for their artistic endeavors. And you named him, you know, Haley's been nominated for best actor, David, uh, myself, uh, you know, uh, Catherine Quinlan, she plays a very small little role, but she came to help and she'd been nominated for uh, Apollo 13 and best actress. And, you know, so we have, and Golden Globes profoundly, you know, Marty and and Alfred and, and, uh, you know, Kate Bosworth, all of the people who are with me, came not because I was making the movie. That's the reason that they took the time to read it. But if they hadn't really appreciated the subject matter and didn't want to be a part of this kind of a situation, they would have said, thank you very much, Eddie, but I'm working right now and uh, I thank you for thinking of me. That being said, um, they came and they helped and it was quick. We, we worked real fast. You know, we had money, but we didn't have a lot of money. But uh, we had enough money to make it a good film, and and we did. We made it a good film, and and so that being said, the the humor had to come through, the the humanity had to come through, and in mm-hmm. that, the subject matter was that this farmer had farmland that was being something was going on with his farm, and and his trees were dying. And so they started to say, oh I'm doing this, you know, and, and, and yet they're right next to the oil fields. I mean, these, uh, the shot that, that beats all shots is the long walk when you meet Santi, Santiago and he's walking with Fred and they're going down and they're walking through the orchard going towards, and they're talking to one another and, 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 uh, Fred says to Santiago, uh, you've been working with me for what, 25 something years? And I say, uh, 30. And he goes, oh, and not for you, with you. And he goes, yeah, you've been working for me for 30 years. <laughs> That's the relationship. You can feel it right off the bat. And, and, uh, and so they're walking down this, and as they're walking, in the, it's a long shot, and it keeps on tracking all the way down as they're walking, and then you see them getting down the road and and but you see on the far side of the of the field right in front of them and this is there was no special effects this is really what's happening is an oil well pumping right next to the you know the crops and um this is at the beginning of the movie and of course those are the ones that are, are dying and you know we know kind of that it has to do something, you know, with the environment of being contaminated by, by the oil fields and stuff. But we didn't know the, they didn't know the extent of it Mm -hmm. until they really got into it. And they started to really started to take uh, root on the water supply. And, uh, and this is his wife passed away. She died of cancer and maybe they couldn't prove that it was <laughs> the oil fields, you know? So that was, you know, just, it was, it's terrible, but this is one of the facts of, of life that, that you just got to, you know, live with. And so in, in the making of this, I wanted to make something that was as poignant as your film and what you did with your life. But if I had made it a dramatic Aaron Brockovich feel, you know, it, the movie right now, if they put it out, nobody would want to go see it. The, <laughs> enough reality already, okay? Right, I, I understand. Know the, I know the contamination of water. I saw the last film. I saw Aaron Brackovich. I know that the, you know, uh, 
ecology and and I know that the uh, warming global warming and I, I get, I'm I'm pat it I'm I am understanding <laughs> of everything that's happening and I'm over I'm over I'm over indulging in in life with with the negatives and so the last thing I wanted to make was a movie that people would go and not come out of it being able to say, well, I, you know, that's, that's a different twist on, on a, uh, that kind of a film. And so it was hard. It was real hard. But because of the working relationship between David and Marty Sheen and David Strathair and Marty Sheen and Alfred, Alfred Molina, myself, Kate Bosworth, uh, Haley, you know, Haley was brilliant in the movie, um, you know, and, and everybody, I mean, uh, there's some great actors across the board. Uh, uh, so they helped me bring about a sense of not humor, but irony and, and, and right, <laughs> right. so that it's, there's fun in it and, and it's, and it's like, uh, uh, get out or, or, uh, 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 this one from Korea that came out this last year, won everything, uh, Oh yeah, I, I'll remember the name in a second. Parasite. Yeah, and um, um, those films had a dramatic and very very dark side to it, but they also had a really good strong sense of humor, and and that's what this has. It has you, you're gonna you're gonna like the relationship between Santiago and Fred, and and it's a buddy movie. And in this buddy movie, they, they fight, they, they laugh, they drink, they cuss, they, they, they are constantly trying to understand themselves better. And Santiago, right. of course, Santiago, my character, is, is, he speaks, he's a, he's a, he's a uh, you know, a migrant worker. So he's, a, he's been working with him for 30 years. And this is the truth. I use my, his hat. I use Santiago's real hat in the movie. And um, and he's a really nice man, and we kind of look alike. And uh, that was just by chance. When I met him, I go, "Wow, this is interesting." And uh, so that being, and and so coming back to your question on the impact of of the media and what happened to me when I saw the the pools and and I mm -hmm. got into this, uh, it was devastating. I, there was no two ways around it. This was not. Uh, this was not a, a happy day at, at you know filmmaking out on the, on the farm. This had a tremendous responsibility, but at the same time, if I like to send messages to the Western Union <laughs> and not through you know films, I like to entertain. And in the entertainment, if I stay with my aesthetic, which is not to gratuitize, not to romanticize or glamorize, or to exploit or manipulate the viewer. Um, or play any results, you know, um, you end up allowing people to have their own sense of understanding. So two people could be watching the same movie and come out with different understandings of the same movie. Mm -hmm. They're not being spoon-fed. You go see a, a, a Spielberg movie and everybody comes out feeling the same thing. That's, that's his intention. He commercialized mm -hmm. the piece so that everybody's journey is going through this. They're going all through the same journey. Where in mine, uh, there's, there's a, it, because of the lack of, of true manipulation or uh, uh, you know, gratuitizing or romanticizing or glamorizing the material with the writing or the camera work or the acting, uh, you, you, something else, it 
de-dramatizes and, and allows people to have their own feeling about the moment. And since you don't plan your results, you never end a scene. It's always in movement. So you have to see the next scene to understand the scene before it, the one that you were in. And then, and we, oh, wow, look, yeah, okay, wow. Uh -huh. And so it, it, you move it on. And, it, and there's a, um, a great feeling of discovery in the film. At the same time, it's pretty simple. It's a simple little movie. It's not, you know, it's not, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Dr. Zhivago or, you know. <laughs> Simple movies like this can have major impacts and are real eye-openers. Um, yeah, but it's going to make people think because basically no one knows anything about it. You know, it's just not like right. we've been writing about it. And if they have, it's been in the papers. But, the, the again, they hit with such force of truth that they in turn, many people just turn off to it. They go, oh, shit, another crappy thing that's happening to our environment you know oh boy we're killing ourselves oh my god uh you know let's go get a pizza <laughs> you know it's they just want to escape they don't want to deal with right. it so i had i tried to make something that that people could enjoy as much as you can enjoy these truths make it uh uh you know so that you you it's a uh mystery and at the same time um you know, you like the people. You like right. The because it's, you know, real everyday people that, that you know, are rising up um, that are often pushed back on. And, uh, you know, I've learned just through my work, uh, through Aaron Brockovich, I'm listening so intently to you. Um, and what you've seen is we become disconnected from the environment. And, and how you're utilizing this moment, whether it be through humor or, you know, <laughs> badass Kate Bosworth and, and that moment, because it's real. Those real characters exist. And I think for people who watch, for me, water is very powerful and water can carve hills and valleys and change coastal forms. It has awe-inspiring strength. And we as people are water. And the way you tell this story for me feels like that visual of the environment has eroded back people and you're able to see what's really beneath the rock. Not only inside those pits, you see the poison, but you're pulling back the layers to see the character and the strength of people. Mm -hmm. And that's for me as somebody who's going to be watching this, I already feel that I'm taking out of that. I've been there. I understand that. Oh, I get the humor. Um, I get the, the vulnerability and the peeling back the layers of a person and that connection that we have with the environment. How do we get them to see that? Um, so what I've seen, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a huge fan of this. I'm not kidding you. Um, it's fabulous. I, I'm hoping everybody will see it. And, and maybe this moment is here for us to make the connection again to the water and the food we eat and the air we breathe. Um, Cause without it, we're done. And if it's yeah. eroding, maybe we're eroding. Oh, we are. I mean, the cancer is on the rise on, and uh, you know, we often wonder why did some people get cancer and some don't, you know, again, it's, it's a crapshoot in that respect, but it's also a truth as to what you've eaten and what elements go into your body, you know, then the body can't fight the, uh, the, the, uh, mm -hmm. 
virus that we're even the virus that we're dealing with right now. Some people get it very harshly. Some people don't get anything from it and they're asymptomatic even. And, and, and but like anything else, this movie, uh, I'm so grateful that it was made. Uh, I can't tell you. Oh, I am too. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't tell you. It's not like I said. It's not God. You know, it's not a a film that is going to revolutionize. Like yours, really had a tremendous impact because it came out in a time period where people really, really appreciated. You know, everything about the way the film was made. Soderbergh really, really understood his, his how to use his craft. And like I said earlier, there's nothing that attacks the subconscious mind more than this medium. Nothing. It, mm-hmm. it deeply goes deeply inside of the, the human psyche. And, and it stays there. It's not like it's going to go away. It's not like you, you actually have forgotten a, a lot of what you've read, a lot of what you've seen. And, and if you could bring it up, if you could think of something that, you know, like that you read when you were 15 or 18 years old and you could make, apply it to this moment in your life, that's genius. That's intellectual understanding. That's IQ at the highest level where you can actually use the brain in a way that you can go into yourself, pull out the answers like a computer or like a great, you know, Right. And, and, and produce uh, a sense of understanding. And so that being said, everything we're watching, when we go sit in a movie house, be careful because everything you're looking at is going into the conscious mind, uh, which has a whole bunch of different things that pushes up our values and our, 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 our way of thinking gets in there. And you're looking at Absolutely. You we start to question things, yeah. Everything, everything. You're talking to yourself. You're, 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 you know, oh, that was kind of ugly, but dang, thank God it was, you know, special effects because that was really bad. That guy's head just <laughs> flew off and fell on the ground, and I saw it. Wow. And, and, but the subconscious mind, it's like a huge computer. It just right. sucks it in. It gives it no morals. It doesn't have any sense of, of right and wrong. It just records everything. So when you're in the, you know, sleeping at night, uh, it comes, comes out. And in your mind never goes to sleep. It, it, I guess it, the, the subconscious kicks in at, at the end of the first trimester of, of birth. So within three months, four months, the brain is, is, is cooking. And it doesn't stop. It, it never turns off. Your mind, that's one of the reasons why people get high and they try to escape reality by shutting down that other voice in, right. your, in your subconscious mind and, and, your, and your brain the way it works. Um, so they try to numb it or they try to make it, you know, so that I personally, I use meditation more than I, I use a bottle of wine. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe yeah. <laughs> it's a lot healthier for me than to put sugar into my body. That 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 consistency is just like, whew. you know, I'm 73 and I'd like to make it to 120, 130 years of age. And uh, people say, why do you want to live that long? Are you kidding me? Oh my God! You know what you would look like and what you feel like. I said, I don't want to. I don't want to be at 120 years old. You know. <laughs> age-related diseases, okay? Now, that's not what I want. That's what I'm not saying. But I'd like to take care of myself so that if I do reach it, because we don't know how far we're going to go, if I do reach it, I'd like to reach it in, in health. In Absolutely. Health. 
And health so, is our wealth. I've seen, Always has been. I've seen, I've seen people that are 107, 108 years old, and they're walking around. They don't use yeah. crutches. They don't use a, a walker. They, they, their brain thrust is perfect. They're still doing their crafts. Uh, they're still uh, giving of themselves. They, you can talk with them, and the intellect is unbelievable because they're able to bring about an understanding. They're able to, to uh, you know, converse in a way that makes you think their wisdom is with them. Yes. And they pass it on. And to me, that to me is, is the key. Uh, wisdom is, is, is that's the, the, the mind of the elder, the, the th- thoughts of the elder, the, the feelings, the, uh, and hope. Absolutely. Is, is, hope is that of the youth. Youth has the hope. The elder has the wisdom. Uh, and when hope, they come together, it's a great thing. Well, well, hope without wisdom is hopeless. Wisdom without hope dies. So we really need each other a lot. Very much so. I'd like to, I'd like to be around to see my great-grandchildren and um, talk with them about all of this that we're going through right now, and as much as I can remember, and and you know, you could turn around and leave a you know uh, a book, or you can you know do a tape or do a visual uh, recording of it, you know. But that's not the same as sitting there with the person and and feeling the person. And this and and I remember my great grandfather. I remember talking with him, and I remember the wisdom that he shared with me without even knowing that he was doing it. He wasn't like sitting there going, oh, I'll tell my great-grandson this. And he'll remember for the rest of his life. No, he just was honestly just being honest and, and answering mm-hmm. questions of a four-year-old and a three- or four- or five-year-old. And, and uh, it's very, very interesting for me. So in, in essence, what we've come through is this movie, like your movie, uh, makes people think. Uh, and in uh, like your film, it, it made people um, enjoy themselves. They, 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 it was exciting. It was different. It was a great character study. And in this one, it's, it's, um, has humor in it. It's, the relationships are different to David, uh, Fred Stern and, and Santiago are, are uh, 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 they're, they're people who, when you meet them and you get to know them, you, you appreciate them and you like them and you, you want to see what happens to them. And, their relationship together is superb. I will say that it's it's working with David Strathern and Marty Sheen and Alfred and Kate Bosworth and Haley and Pablo and everybody that was on here was just amazing. It just it was too short. That's the only thing. And you know, like anything else, they're, they're off making other movies now. They I don't mean sometimes short is good, and it can send the greatest impact. Yeah. And um, it's wonderful when it you know. Um, Aaron Brockovich was never about me. It's always been about all of us. And I think that we all think we're so different, but when it comes to water and food and life, we have so much in common and the beauty of what comes out of people and the inspiration that is within them. And in the worst of circumstances that when we sit and watch is very awe inspiring. And, um, when I, when Aaron Brockovich came out, I sat in a theater by myself in, in a corner and I was just um, overwhelmed with uh, the reaction of people and listening to their comments. They're like, do you think that's really happening? 
And I'm like, yeah, good. They're asking questions, right? What if that is happening? Do you think I could do that? I could do that. I could be her. Wait a minute. And that's, that's the beauty of, for me, uh, Aaron Brockovich, talking to you about this is for everyone else. It's a moment where we realize we are in this together. And um, I love what you said, and I, I want to go back to it real quick because I, I want to write it down. Hope without wisdom is hopeless. Is hopeless, and wisdom without hope dies. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 pretty simple yet quite yeah. profound. Well, you got to really understand that we need each other really a lot. Very much so. You, you need the elder. You need the youth. You've got to have them together. Yeah. And we don't do that enough. Well, I've always said us baby boomers need to hook up with these millennials together. I think, wow, we can really get something done. How about that? Good. You really could. I appreciate everything you've said. You know, I make a lot of analogies to a computer, too. And when a lot of data comes into the computer and it can't process it, we all watch that blue circle spin and spin and spin. And if it can't, it crashes. And I worry so much about us. And I'm so appreciative of how you've approached, you know, not giving all of that darkness and neg- negativity back out there because we as people are taking in an incredible amount of data and it's getting really hard to process. One of the things that, that, that I'm very grateful, I think this movie really does, I learned something and, and uh, people will learn something uh, simple. Um, the devil has a name, and the name, as far as I'm concerned, is greed, okay? And, yeah, you could say it's corporations, or you could say it's people, or you could say, you know, it's this person, that person, the devil, devil, no. But to me, there is an understanding in this movie, here, and it uh, blew me away when I heard it the first time. It's called, it's said, net present value. Now, most people, okay, net, I know what that means. Present, okay, I know the value, okay, I know what that is. But together, what does it mean? What are you you trying to say? When I learned this, I was mind blown. It comes out in the movie. And, uh, And boy, this is one of the reasons why Marty Sheen wanted to do the film, just for the speech of net present value. It came out, it comes out in the construct of the movie by way of Ralph the Attorney, who actually uh, implemented it in understanding when he took on the Ford company and the Pinto and won that case. Yep. But he uses it also, he used it here because what it means is something very simple. It means companies think, people think, uh, but really corporations think in this manner, the net present value. If it costs, if you make more than it costs you to defend it, mm-hmm. what you're doing, yep. continue, continue to do it. That's it. That's what net present value means. Just keep kicking the can down the road. Well, not even kicking down the road because basically if I make five, like when, when HSBC, I guess that's what it is, the banking, the large bank from China, was caught uh, laundering money. They were laundering, I don't know how many hundreds of billions of dollars they were laundering. And they got caught. And so they were fined. 
when they go into the trial and hold they, they got fined and they were fined tens of billions of dollars. And they paid it. And they continued to do what they were doing because mm -hmm. it was so profitable. They were making trillions and it was costing them billions. So, you know, they said, well, what the hell? Just, yeah. you know, they, they changed the, the understanding of it. They would, but the net present value stayed true. If it costs, if you make more than it costs you to defend it, continue to make, do it. Yeah, it's a business model that doesn't seem to work too much anymore that's been going on a really long time. I think it's fascinating how you're wrapping all of that together in this film. Um, I couldn't, I, I'm so excited to see it. Um, the devil has a name. I, when you said greed, I was thinking you might say something else, and I'm like, ooh, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, I think the devil does have a name, and it is greed. I, I, I'm really anxious to see the entire film. So it comes out tomorrow? Yeah, it's, a, it's a across the platform and media. media and okay. Stuff. And it's, it's going to come out in certain parts of the country in theaters that are complexes will be open and i don't know maybe there's maybe 30 or 40 uh theaters in the whole country that are are, are going to be playing it and it's, it's quite um you know it's it's good entertainment one is distributing it okay and, and really it's really quite interesting because it'll be in platforms like you know throughout but it'll be in Lake Creek, Austin, and Alamo, Winchester, D.C., Screenland, Armour, Kansas City, and Cleveland. These are in the theaters. Okay, and great. Frankfurt, Chicago, and Eugene, uh, in Egan, Minneapolis, and Houston, Pearland City, and uh, Dallas, uh, New Orleans, Tampa, Spring Hill, and District S, Salt Lake City, and the Junction in Salt Lake City also, and uh, Theater Cincinnati, and the Pickford Theater in Cathedral City, California. These are, uh, you know, and, and it, it, the digital uh, movies pay-per-view, uh, it'll be on Apple, Prime Video, and Vudu, Fandango Now, and Google Play, Xfinity, Comcast, and Spectrum. And it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. So I hope to I hope the people will be able to see it, and you know again it, it's hey it's uh, entertainment with a whole lot of food for thought. <laughs> well, I bet you know truth is always stranger than fiction, so they say, and I'm really looking forward to it, and I am beyond thrilled. Thank you so much for My your time you. today. My love to you, and I really appreciate everything you do on a daily level. Thank you for doing So that. much love to you. Um, Edward James Almost, just amazing. All the work that you do from your acting to directing to being the man that you are and your activism. I'm really looking forward to The Devil Has a Name and watching everything that you do in the future. And my biggest thank you to you is for humanity and being who you are. And someone that frankly gives a damn. It's been so great talking to you. My love to you. Love to you. Mm -hmm.